This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, it is the Genius Fail Spectacular, where we celebrate you guys and how you are doing a great job most of the time. I'm so excited. It's the Genius Fail Spectacular. It's really weird to find myself, like, looking forward <laughs> to Labor Day and Memorial oh, Day. Oh, no, yeah. But, like, now I do because it's the Genius Fail Spectacular. That's right. As we, I think, decided at the last Genius Fail Spectacular, which did hit on Labor Day last year, mm-hmm. this is going to officially be our Labor Day Memorial Day markers yeah. to to celebrate yeah. everyone's genius and fails. And as the show has progressed, we're going to have a few rants Great. added in there to little mom breakdowns. Why not? Why, why not yeah. is always the question. Yeah. Why not? And I feel like you can't have genius and fails without rants. Like, it sort of, like, yeah. completes the trifecta. It does. You know? It's the three legs of our three-legged stool. It's the points of our pyramid. Wait. <laughs> join our join our pyramid scheme called parenting. How are you, Teresa? Um, I'm pretty good. Hey, yeah. I'm going to take that at face value. Yeah, well, and I actually have a pretty cool reason that I'm feeling so great. Are you drunk? Oh, man, I wish. Because <laughs> that would make it better. It would be so awesome. Um, no, over the weekend, Jesse and I had a date night, and we went to see Mad Max. Hey, how yeah. was it? It was amazing. Yeah? It was totally amazing. Awesome. It's very intense. I yeah. should say, for listeners, like, you guys, if you don't like really intense or really, like, kind of disturbing, creepy movies, you might not want to Probably go see not, Mad Max. Probably not a feel-gooder. Might, might not be for you. Right. It is kind of a feel-gooder, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So, like, it was, I felt like I was at the end, I felt like I was going to have a heart attack or maybe throw up. But I was also really happy and, like, exhilarated. (laughs) (laughs) Just take that out on your kids. Yeah. That's right. So, that was cool. And then, like, and then, like, what made it even cooler was that I've, one of my new favorite podcasts is Pop Rocket, which is uh-huh. act- actually happens to be another Max Fun show. <laughs> um, and it's it's such a fun show, and I look forward to it every week. And I just, I enjoy it so much. And then there's also this part of me that, like, it's kind of tough because, like, I'm not always the most up on pop culture, right. despite being married to Jesse, and that's, like, his <laughs> career. I don't always know, know what, what's going I, or on. Or maybe I know of something, but I've never seen it myself, for right. example. But so what was so cool was that, like, I had seen the movie, and then, like, the next day I got to listen to the new Pop Rocket Ooh, where they talk talked about, it. about the movie, and <sighs> I just felt like a real person. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Yeah. That's so good. It felt really major. That's major. Thanks. Good job. Yeah, thanks. How are you? I'm I am fine now. Okay. Um I decided to spend my Memorial Day weekend being bent out of shape and resentful. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That uh, is a choice. It was a that's oh, one it was of the choices out there. It's one of the choices you can do. Yeah. Uh, that's what I chose to do. <laughs> just basically right off the bat, coming off of some really long weeks, Stefan oh, traveling, and yeah. I found out that Stefan, while he was traveling, just casually mentions that he saw Mad Max. Really. And this is something we had been talking about for months. We were going to go see together, oh and he like God. drops that at like a dinner with friends. Oh my god! I, I just looked at him. I mean, <laughs> feel. Do you think he said it by accident? I don't know. He He's, must have not mu- told I, you on purpose. Sorry, yeah, Stephen. Yeah, but come regardless. On. Come on. I was just like, come on, yeah. right? Because now when am I going to go see Mad Max I by know. myself, right? I know. So. Uh, Actually, that's a good challenge for you. I know. So, ladies you and gentlemen, to, 2015, yeah. when will Biz yeah. go see Mad you're, Max you're by gonna, herself? You need to do this. All right. This all right. needs to happen. Okay. Side challenge. Then. Okay. All right. Uh, but the rest, so so when we entered into the weekend, I just, I just was a pill. <laughs> I was not nice in any way, shape, or form. A pill. It was not good. And then finally by like... Sunday night, Stefan was like, all right, like, yeah. how long is this going to go? Uh-huh. And I was like, fair question. Long as it takes. I have no idea. Oh, and, until uh, I see Mad Max. Until I see Mad Max. With a date. Just anybody. Any, I'll go with any date. Any date who appreciates me enough to not see Mad Max. Um, so uh, by Monday, I had realized that I should probably, that, that it does fall to me to change that. Yeah attitude yeah. to swallow that pill mm-hmm. as it were mm-hmm. um and <laughs> i guess Stefan at the end of monday night uh was like well this seemed like a better day and i was like yeah but like i feel totally emotionally and physically drained from being so resentful all weekend so mm-hmm. i don't feel like because <laughs> it really is all those things so that was my weekend so oh, yay man. everybody you know what it's over Okay. And now it's over. So, yeah. So I just did that. Yeah. That was just what, how happened, I chose. It happened and it's over. I chose to spend my weekend <laughs> that way. Okay. I take full responsibility. Uh, so that leads nicely, I think, into the Genius Fail Spectacular, mm-hmm. which is such a sort of celebration of all of our genius moments and successes mm-hmm. as, as parents and all of our failures as parents, and all of those times where we just need to scream into the darkness as parents. So let's do this. Let's have a genius fail spectacular. Teresa. Yes. Why don't we start off with our own genius moments? That sounds great. I think that does sound great. Because just like all things parenting, it's about you, but it's also about us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did you have a genius moment? Let me share mine. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's Fucking genius. Yeah, which of my many genius moments should I choose from? Um, I can barely get around this room because of your list that you brought of genius (laughs) moments. Teresa, where are you? I I can't find you. I brought a whole filing cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) Because after every genius, you write it down, you have to file the paperwork. Yep. Um, Report it. (laughs) Get it filed. Stamp it. Three copies. (laughs) 
Um, anyways, so I was visiting with a friend of mine a few weeks ago, and she her kids are a little bit older than mine. Her kids are, and just for a reminder, in case anybody's listening for the first time, <laughs> the genius fail spectacular is the, a great way to get to know us. It could happen. Sure. I have two boys, Simon, who's three and a half, and Oscar, who's one and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was visiting with a friend whose kids are like, eh, I want to say like 13 and 10 or 9. Okay. And I was just talking about how, like, how just quickly time is passing and how I can't remember, like, the whole first year of Oscar's life and how, like, distressing (laughs) that is for me. Um, And, like, I I can't remember the first year of Oscar's life and I also can't remember that whole year of Simon's life, you know? Like, I just don't remember so many things. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And, um, And she told me about this thing called the five-year diary, um, which I had never heard of. And she happened to have hers with her. She, like, travels with it. And she showed it to me. And basically what it is is it's this nice little book, this very, like, satisfying size of a book Uh that's got, like, a hard uh, cover. And it has, like, basically a, a page for every day of the year but it lasts, uh, but it has like five little blocks on each page. So it lasts for five years. So each page has room for five years worth of May, you know, 28th, whatever it is. Yeah. And so you go through and you just write a little something from that day. Nice. And it can be like a quote from one of your kids or like what you did that day or something you were struggling with or something. She was showing me hers and hers is like, she's like three three years in and this is like her second or third five-year diary that she's done and it's like beautiful because you look back like every once you do your first lap yeah then every day you get to see like something that happened a year ago (gasps) that's on that day and I have no idea where to get these she sent me one because she has some of them so she sent me one and I just started mine last week and I'm just already having so much fun with it because it's so easy to keep up with because there's literally like no room to write anything so you just pick a thing Write it down. And I'm just loving it so much. And I'm so excited for, like, making it a year yeah. in and, like, seeing what I... That's genius. You know what? I I have to share this okay. as opposed to my I stuck paper towel rolls on the wall and let Ellis drop balls down it, which mm-hmm. was going to be the genius. But for Mother's Day, Stefan got me a book called, I think it's like 365 Days or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's very similar but it's got a question a day for you to ask your kid for three years. Ooh, so, like, we started doing it with Katie Bell. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, yesterday's question was, do you think you are loud, quiet, or in between? Whoa. And then, and why? Yeah. Right? And then you'll get to ask that every year. Like, who's your best friend right now? Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. Whatever. And so you do it a whole year. And so you do it for three years. Yeah. And it it is it's you're right. It's really lovely. It's a great way to like have this sort of memory with your kids and mm-hmm. something for them to look back on. And we do it at dinner, like oh, uh, cool. you know. So it's a nice yeah. way to kind of like a family activity. Yeah, and we yeah. can also answer the questions ourselves without writing right. it in the book if we want to go down that road. Yeah, but yeah, these books they're out there. Maybe we'll try and find some and link them up somewhere, like on the Facebook page. But they're yeah. out there. I love that idea. Yeah, I love the doing your own thoughts. Yeah, like that's. Well, we're both fucking geniuses. Everything is great, you guys. Everything is great. So now it's your turn <laughs> to top it. 
just wanted to call in and let you know that my wife, Julie, is a freaking genius. Uh, our daughter, Starling, just doesn't seem to like to eat the oatmeal baby food that we set up for. If it's on a spoon, it gets thrown on the floor. And after four or five times, it's quite frustrating. <laughs> and my wife basically just said, this is either brilliant or completely stupid. And what she did was she went and took the baby food and put it in a piping bag with a really nice long point. And then just started feeding it to our darling daughter, Starling. And it works. <laughs> basically, you fill her up and then she swallows them. Then she lets you know if you want more, and you just squeeze a little more into her mouth. There's no mess. Any mess that you do miss, our daughter just wipes it off of it and then licks it off. And it's the cleanest, easiest way to feed baby food to a baby I think I've ever seen. A piping bag with a nice, fine point. Nice and simple. And, yep, my wife is a genius. Talk to you guys later. Have a great day. That is genius. genius. She made her own pouch. It's a pouch. It's a pouch. It's a homemade pouch. Yeah, it's a homemade pouch. Yeah. I fucking love this so much. See, for all this time, I've just been shoving icing down my throat this way. Right. But I love the baby food. It's great. It's why really not? Why, yeah. why the fuck not? Yeah. It's great. I I can possibly see a future fail coming out of this. <laughs> what would that be? Just to get a hold of that bad boy. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just right. Fire hose. Oh, yeah. But that's way down the road. Yeah. We don't have to worry we about that. We don't even yet. think about that. Yeah. I think that's fucking genius. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Hi. I have uh, two genius moments. Uh, both involving my two-year-old. The first of which is that I remembered from our older son that you can trick two-year-olds into doing what you want by giving them two choices, both of which are acceptable, instead of giving them one choice and giving them a chance to say no and throw a fit. And the other thing that I discovered is that my son, who is obsessed with the idea of Batman, uh, cannot tell the difference between the one Batman theme song on Spotify playing over and over and over again and the entire album of Batman-themed tunes that Spotify has. So we just listened to a lot of really funky uh, swing music in our house lately. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Okay, so cool. in case you didn't hear it, the first one yeah. was the two choices. Yeah, two choices. Which is great. Which, I, great. To be fair, I have totally forgotten about two choices. Oh, I have to use two uh, choices I've, every day. But now but I Simon just, just says, I don't like those choices. <laughs> <laughs> so two choices is always a great genius moment. And then I love just mm. tricking your kid into thinking they're listening to what that you want to yeah. listen to. Yeah. And then just make it, they don't know. No, their ears aren't finely tuned yet. Nope. Love it. Unless they're really into music like Ellis is. Oh, right. No, I mean, Oscar would totally know. He would totally know. Good job. Hello. I'm calling with a genius moment. I'm so proud of myself. It's ridiculous. So uh, I have a five and a seven-year-old, and I work really late into the night, so they stay overnight at the babysitter, which is normally not a problem. She gets them out dressed and fed by the time I get there to pick them up in the morning and time to take them to the bus. Today, she overslept. It happens. My kids heard me knocking on the door and wants to go wake her up. And, you know, they're shambling out to the car in their pajamas and bare feet and whatnot. And I'm like, your bus comes in 20 minutes. It's a 10-minute drive to daycare. You're going to have to get dressed in the car. And you know what? My kids totally rocked it. We put on our shirts in the car. And then when they were ready to put on clean underwear and pants, I pulled over to, like, this abandoned parking lot, and they were able to do that in, like, 30 seconds flat. 
they had socks and shoes on, and they looked presentable by the time I dropped them off at daycare. And um, you know what? I rocked it. And my kids are dressed, and they're going to eat breakfast at school today, which doesn't make me, like, all that happy. But you know what? Food is food. So, yay me. I, I, I did it. Yeah. You totally you did, did this. You did it. I, I, I just, like, when I heard this call, I was yeah. just like... You are doing such an incredibly good job. Yeah. You know, so many people have to work that, like, late shift or overnight shift. Yep. And, you know, when people work is such an easy one for people to just file away into the category of not thinking about. Right. <laughs> like, right. It's such an easy thing to do. Yeah. And so that's such a challenge. And you're totally doing it. Yeah. You're really, doing an amazing you, job. Yeah. Just every, And your kids did a great job. Too. Yeah. Your kids are and, just. And your, and your uh, approach to, oh, well, they're going to have to eat breakfast yeah. at school today. Oh, well, food is food. Yes. That is genius, too. Yeah. It is another genius moment. Yeah. It's completely, they'll be completely fine. Yeah. And they're getting fed. And there are, everything is okay. These things are out there for these reasons. Yeah. Schools offer food for this very yes. reason. Yes. And like, yeah, I just, good job. Yes. Oh, Jesus, good job. I am in the grocery store. It's like 8.30 at night after a 10-hour work day, which, by the way, I'm a preschool teacher, so <laughs> that's kind of epic. And I have an 11-month-old baby who's really, really sick and a husband who has, like, man cold or is also sick. <laughs> who the fuck knows? And I decided that I should go grocery shopping by myself because that way I could get it done. I wouldn't have to deal with anyone and their bullshit. And <laughs> I filled my travel mug with a fucking beer from the gas station. So here I am sipping my beer in solitude, except for the <laughs> shitty music. It's kind of a fucking <laughs> night out. Um, anyway, you all rock. Love you much. Bye-bye. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you may have been laughing, so let me repeat what yeah, this woman did. This is next level. She filled up a travel mug with beer so that she could have a beer while doing the fucking grocery shopping. And like, of course we do not condone drinking 18 beers at the grocery store. No. Like, whatever. But we all know what this woman's talking about. Right. And it's, it's so, you're right. It's so next level. It's so fucking genius. And here's the thing. It's one of like several calls we got in the last couple of months of people like, I'm just at the grocery store, it's nighttime, and I've decided to sit in the car and listen to some music and, like, have a snack and a chocolate bar or, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, people, <laughs> lots of people <laughs> have discovered they're, they're embracing their grocery store run yeah. and turning it into a magical thing. Yes. Good job, everybody. Great job, it's you It's fucking guys. genius. Yeah. Hi, ladies. I guess this would be a genius moment. It's 8.30. My daughter, two and a half, woke up at 7.30. So in an hour, we've had a full-blown meltdown of epic proportion, throwing herself on the ground because she didn't want to brush her teeth. But then when I told her I was going to brush my, her teeth, she flipped out more. Anyway, I decided, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> I have my one bad mother t-shirt. I'm going to put that on. It is my warrior t-shirt. I am a fucking badass. <laughs> and I am just going to own this day, even though it started off rocky. Yeah, that's my one bad mother t-shirt. I break it out 
when I need to feel like a fucking warrior. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Bye. I like Pretty this. Cool. I yeah. like this. And whether it's the one bed mother t-shirt or whatever your favorite thing yeah. is to wear that makes you feel good. Yeah. Like, I, it's totally right. I, Teresa, we I, we met in the elevator coming up to the studio, and she was wearing her one bed mother shirt. Yep. She was like, oh, I, you know, I was a little worried you might wear yours too today. And I was like... I haven't felt like I deserve to wear my one bad mother shirt in months. But I was like, but then I thought about this call and I was like, yeah. but you know what? That's exactly when you need to put on whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and like that makes you feel like I can do this and I have the support of all these other parents who are going through this right now. Yep. Yeah. Good job. Uh, sometimes when I push my son in the stroller, uh, I want to put a little blanket over him, but he always kicks it off of his, like the bottom half of his body, and then it ends up in the street or whatever. <laughs> and uh, this morning, I came up with a brilliant idea, which is to take one of those like continuous loop scarves uh, that's for me that's knitted and cozy, and to tuck it under his bum like a little sleeve. And that way, he's kind of stuck inside of it. And no matter how much he kicks, the blanket stays on and he stays warm. Woo! I'm winning. Thanks. Bye. It's great. It's a clean, Perfect. simple, classic yeah. fix. Good job, Mom. Yeah, good job. You, I want you on my team in the apocalypse. Good job. And bring your tube scarves. <laughs> Infinity <laughs> scarves. <laughs> tube scarves. Uh, good job. My son is obsessed with berries. Like, obsessed. He's almost two. And he will eat a pint or more of blueberries in one sitting, which, you know, is very interesting. So he has been neglecting his vegetables recently because of wanting to eat berries every single meal. (laughs) So for lunch yesterday, I pulled out a bowl of peas and told him that they were green berries. And he ate every single one of them. He even wanted some of mine. And I was like, no shit, these are my berries. Get away from them. <laughs> but he ate them. He ate all of them. Green berries. So now green berries are a thing. And he had lima beans for breakfast. Green berries. I'm a genius. <laughs> this is so genius. Right? I'm going to do this. Right? I hope it works. God, that's amazing. Yeah, green berries. Yeah. They're basically green berries. They are. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. You're it's, so good. You're so good job. Good job. I'm so fucking impressed with myself. So last night, it was after a long day of work. I had a big glass of wine. My child hasn't been bathed in three days. It was time to give him a bath. And I said, no, I'm going to put you to bed. And this morning while my husband was getting ready for work and could watch him so I could take my shower, I said, no, I want to sleep in a little bit longer. (laughs) So today I'm home alone with my child. We both smell. Brilliant idea. Take the, the paint, like the, you know, that's made from soap. You can make it yourself or you can buy it, whatever. Put it in a nice cube tray. Strip your child, throw him in the shower stall with a paintbrush and the paints, let him go to town on the glass door. While you gingerly strip down, drink your coffee, step in behind him and take your shower. (laughs) Then let him paint all over himself so he's super happy about that. Tell him to paint his tummy and he paints his tummy and tell him to paint his toes and he paints his toes. All very exciting. Rinse him down. Then 
show him the squeegee. And while he's happily squeegeeing off the beautiful artistic rendering he did on the glass door, you can get out of the shower and towel off, get yourself dressed, and then get ready to welcome your clean and happy child into a nice warm towel, dry him off, put him on the changing table, and let him piss in your face. (laughs) You know what? I felt so good about it. I didn't even care that I got pissed on. Good job, ladies. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for everything that you do. I love that. That was great. I love that. I love where the genius moment. I, I had no idea where that was going. Yeah. first I was like, this is great. This sounds amazing. Yeah. And then that I just love that it just didn't matter. Yeah. Everything was so good. Yeah. That getting pissed in the face. Yeah. Just it just became second. You know what's kind of genius about this, on top of all the obvious genius stuff, is like that it, there is like this approach that she's taking, like with He hasn't been bathed in three days. I skipped my shower. Mm -hmm. Like, instead of just being like, well, I have to to do this right now, even though this is terrible. I'm going to, like, make my kid take a bath, even though he doesn't want to. And it's going to be this whole fight. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I have to get up and miss sleep because, like, I have to take a shower. Like, just being like, I'm going to figure this out. At some point, I will figure out how to get us both clean in a way that is not totally stressful and awful. Like, just, like, that kind of... Trust that, like, this will this sort itself out. Yeah, this something will happen. It's not worth it for me to fight this right now. Oh, you're right. You know, there is like a much higher Zen level genius going on there. Definitely. Oh, that's such like that actually makes me want to cry, Teresa. Because I feel like all I'm doing these days is fighting it. Hey, this is Pop Rocket. We're your source for all pop culture information. It's an intellectual and incredibly snark-filled discussion about pop culture by five cranky Hollywood 30-somethings. No name-calling, no rudeness, just straight talk and a lot of role-play. I'm only 30-something for another year. Me too. And I don't (laughs) tell anybody I'm 30-something. Pop Rocket comes out every week from MaximumFun.org. Well, we're all clearly doing a good job. Yeah. So way to knock it out of the park, everybody. Totally. Awesome. And I, I like, I love the Genius Fail Spectacular, in particular the Genius Moments. Yeah. Because I get to leave with a little something. Yeah. Uh, speaking of leaving with a little something, mm-hmm. it's probably time to move into our fail segment of the Genius Fail Spectacular, mm-hmm. uh, where what we leave with may not be as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not so much self-help, but more (laughs) (laughs) self-introspection. Why don't we kick it off? Okay. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. I've talked about before how Simon doesn't really eat dinner, but he doesn't. Like, there's a lot of things he won't eat for dinner. Sometimes Mm -hmm. he will eat something, but it has to be something, like, obvious, like a grilled cheese sandwich, you know? Yep. But if he doesn't eat anything in the evening, then he wakes up in the morning, like, so nauseous that he's, like, throwing up, and it's awful. So he has to eat something in the evening, and I have to give him, like, a yogurt or something. I have to give him some kind of food before bed. And my mom was visiting over the weekend, and 
Like, my mom is super helpful when she's there, but it also kind of knocks me off my game a little bit. Sure. Like, it's awesome, and it also does kind of knock me off my game. So one of the nights when she was visiting, it, we had had dinner, like, nice dinner as a family that Jesse had made, and it was great. And then, like, we're getting, like, Simon didn't eat any of it, and we're getting, like, ready for bed much later, and my mom's helping, and Simon's having, like, a temper tantrum, which is, like, kind of maybe 50-50 around bedtime for him, like, these days. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just, like, my goal is just, like, get this kid into bed. He needs right. to go to bed. He's really tired. And so I'm, like, doing all of that, and, like, as I'm, like, about to walk him into his room— my mom is like, do you think he might, like, you can tell she's been, like, trying not to say anything. Yeah. She's like, do you think he might, like, want, like, a piece of toast or something before bed? And I just looked at her, oh. and I, like, kind of wanted to, like, choke her. Right. And I, but I was also like, she's exactly right. Yeah. I just wasn't thinking. He totally needs to eat something right. tonight. And I was like, and part of me was just like... No, like, fuck that. He didn't eat dinner. Like, that's yeah, his problem. Yeah, too bad. Right. Yeah, but then I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? Pull your shit together. Like, your mom is totally right. He yeah. needs to eat something before bed. So, like, we gave him some food before bed, and he was, whatever. Oh, it was yeah. fine. He had some food, and he went to bed, and whatever. But, like, it definitely felt like a fail, because I had those things of, like, forgetting to feed my kid, forgetting right. that he needed to eat, getting reminded by my mom, and kind of, like, not being gracious about Be- being yeah. reminded by my mom. <laughs> You suck, Mom. You don't know anything about parenting, Mom. Well, you're a horrible daughter. I know. And mother. And mother. And mother. (laughs) Uh, So, day three of uh, Biz is being resentful uh, Memorial Day weekend, I decide I'm going to try to be less resentful. And I'm like, let's let's go exploring. Let's go on a hike of some kind. Oh, yeah. Okay? uh So, Every day I drive, well, not every day, but on most days I drive past the sign off the interstate that's like Los Angeles National Forest, Mm -hmm. this exit. And I think that would be great. I bet there's a lot of running around space for the kids to do. Let's go do that. So Stephen's like, great. So we're like, let's make a lunch when Alice wakes up. So we pack a lunch, you know, get some supplies together. Everybody use the bathroom. Let's go. We're just going to see what happens because we've been online and it's very bad maps. Very bad. Like you cannot figure out. Like It's very confusing. So we'll just drive up there. There's got to be a, you know, a trail, trail, a picnic area, someplace you pull off and stop and do stuff. Yeah. So we take the exit and like remarkably fast, like within two minutes, we're like going up a massively winding, uh, there is no civilization, you're 2,000 feet above sea level. You're like, that was fast. Suddenly you can hear Katie Bell be like, my stomach. And you're like, yeah, because it's really windy. And then like Ellis is kind of going quiet and we're like halfway up, but there's no signage. It's like picnic area coming or anything like that. And that's when I turned to Stefan and I was like, oh, like I'm just thinking about checking in or whatever when we get to this top area. Like, do we have to buy a parking pass, you know, some national yeah. parks? I was like, oh, by the way, I don't have my wallet. I realized I just have the backpack yeah. with the lunch. And Stefan's like, oh, well, yeah, that means we don't have diapers. I was like, okay, that that's bad. So we're like, keep going. We keep going. And I'm like, you know what? 
I just think we should pull off yeah. at a, like, let's just have car picnic. Bad feeling and, about uh, this. I have a bad feeling about this, Leia. <laughs> so I'm like, let's just pull off into this, like, turnaround. Yeah. And we're just going to picnic in the car. It was also fucking freezing at 2,000 feet. Above. Like, it was, we did yeah. not, we were not dressed appropriately. Yeah. Uh, Katie Bell was rocking, like, her outfit for hiking was blue jeans with a pair of blue jean shorts on top of that. Nice. So that's, like, her own personal fashion thing happening. Yeah. At uh, least she was warm. Oh, from waist down. The top was like a t-shirt. <laughs> okay. um, princess hiking. Anyway, so we like had this car thing. And I was like, you know what? I guarantee you the picnic area is probably right around the corner. But I say we just decide to go back down the hill yeah. and we'll go to this place, Toscano Gardens, which is like yeah, a yeah. You know, park kind of area. So we turn around, we get back down the hill after lunch. And of course, Ellis takes a giant dump yeah. over there. I, but I did just say, we're just going to find a fucking parent. And ask for diaper. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I just was like, I'm not, yeah. like, we're, we're not going up a hill, yeah. like, worth all the vomiting uh, just to go right back home. Right. We're just going to stop. And we did. We, of course, the one couple that we stopped gave us, like, the crazy eye. <laughs> I was like, like really? Like, why are you asking for Yeah, no, like, yeah, it was totally weird. I'm also really bad at sizing up kids as to what size diaper they may or may not be uh-huh. in. <laughs> but it worked. It was fine. Okay. It turned out all right, but it was, like, one of those days where you're, like, you're just sitting there at the top of halfway up a mountain. Yeah. Eating a shitty sandwich in your back of your yeah. car with a yeah. eighteen month old and your five year old yeah who don't understand what's happening yeah so it was just poorly planned yeah yeah it just didn't come together nothing came together <laughs> at least you got out of the house uh, yeah that's about it we killed a lot of time guys today my daughter and I are out running errands she's three and very rambunctious. Just got out of preschool, so she's a little wound up from a birthday party. And we made it all the way around Lowe's, and I kept telling her, stay close, stay close, stay close, because she refuses to ride in the cart. So we made it through the store. We found her a house plant, which is nice. It'll give us an activity. Maybe that's a genius for today. <laughs> However, we check out, and again, I keep telling her, stay close, stay close, stay close, walk with mommy, stay close. We get to my car, and again, I'm telling her these things, and I keep everything loaded into the back of the trunk, which is totes, and extremely awkward in the first place. Get them all loaded in the car and go to shut the trunk, and because I had been telling her all of this time to stay close... She was right under the trunk, and when I closed the trunk, it hit her in the head. It didn't smash her fingers, but bonked her fairly hard. Thank God that I had gotten her fruit snacks through the trip of Lowe's. However, I failed. Yeah, Yeah. that's... It's just a good way to start off the fail part of the spectacular. It is. It, I, I've definitely clonked Simon uh, a couple times trying to just shut the door to the car because yeah. he always stands like right there and I have to like physically move yeah. him out of the way. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Or like, yeah, the garage door. That's a good one. <laughs> it's tough. It is. It is. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> well, eh. 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 Mom. You're you're doing an eh job. (laughs) Hi, I'm calling with my very first fail. (laughs) Um, Well, not my very first fail ever, but my very first fail that I've called into the show. Um, I was listening to One Bad Mother while I was getting supper ready, and the intro came in for the genius and fail segment, and 
from the other room, I heard a tiny voice say, oh, my God, that's fucking genius. <laughs> so I guess my fail would be not heeding the advice that you give at the beginning of every <laughs> single show. Go me. Love the show. Thank you. Yeah, that's a fail. That's a fail. You did it. Yep. You did it. And you were warned. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You should know better, Mom. <laughs> you should have known. How many times have we told you to not listen to this show in front of your children? We've told you exactly 107 times. times. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're awful. Next. <laughs> My daughter just turned three, and she had her yearly checkup. And she was very nervous and very scared about getting a shot. So we've been practicing and playing pretend. And she pretends to be the doctor and I pretend to be the baby. And then I'm the doctor and she's the baby. And we've been doing this till I'm blue in the face. So we finally get in there for her appointment today. And she is great. She nails it. They ask her about her colors, about numbers. And she stands on the scale and she says, Mama, I'm not scared. And so... To get to the end of the appointment, the nurse comes in to give her her shots, and she climbs up on the table and says, I'm not scared, Mama. I'm not afraid. I say, wow, baby, that's great. The doctor says, um, let's give her the shot in the leg, and she says, no, arm. Okay, let's do it in your arm. So we start to roll up her sleeves. I grab it and yank kind of awkwardly, and my hand slips, and I poke her in the eye, and this kid who was doing so great, goes into hysterics, total meltdown over me, jabbing her in the eye with my thumb, and she bawls and screams the whole time while I have to hold her still to give her this damn shot. It was worse. So, that's my fail. Thanks for the podcast. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks so bad. That sucks. That's awful. So bad. Yeah. yeah, like your daughter's rocking it. Yeah. And then you go and poke her in the eye. Right. That <laughs> is awful. Well. Well, you suck. You suck. <laughs> this should be just the segment of Biz and Teresa aren't very supportive. <laughs> so this morning I wanted to go grocery shopping on my own. My 14-month-old is incredibly mobile and cries the whole time we're in the grocery store because she wants out of the cart. She wants to walk around and her arms are longer than you'd ever think they are. And she's very good at reaching back into the cart, grabbing things, throwing them on the floor. We've had explosions of tomatoes all over aisles and, and many other things. And so I just wanted to go alone. Um, so I told my husband I was going to go get groceries. He said, great, we'll come. And I it up for myself and I said no I'd really like to do this on my own you know here's my my big I don't want to be a mom moment I'm gonna go grocery shopping on my own but anyway take what we can get so I finally convinced him that I was gonna go on my own and and the baby cried when I left because she wants to be with mama but what do you do and I went to the grocery store and it was lovely and I sauntered through the aisles and I picked out food and none of it fell out of the cart and nobody was crying at me and it was beautiful I got to the till and I rang through all my purchases and it's a self-bagging. So I took the time and bagged everything out and got the cart all loaded and I went to pay and yeah, my wallet was in the diaper bag. Mm. Crap. Mm. So thank goodness they suspended my transaction. I had to go home, Ugh. get my wallet. And of course I come in the house and the baby's excited to see me and I turn around to leave again and she cries <sighs> again. And it's this big disaster. And I get back to the grocery store and I pay for my groceries and now. I'm sitting in the car and I'm calling you and I'm taking an extra five minutes to myself because come on, really? Come on. Oh, 
You should have a beer. (laughs) Yeah. You need a beer. That's the worst. Yeah. And that with the diaper bag, that happens all the time. Heaven forbid you say take a backpack with you somewhere or you change your purse and then you you left the wallet in the diaper bag. It really sucks. It really sucks. And I guarantee you there was a collective like, (gasps) as you got got to the, you got through ringing the groceries out. I actually have panic attacks where I get through the whole process and then I panic that I've left it. And I have a moment of, and I scramble like, but it's, dig, that's a, that's just a life fail. It's a life fail. So sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I just had a pretty bad fail moment. I have twins um, and one was asleep in bed and one was playing happily on the floor in the kitchen. So I thought I would go into the pantry to get myself a snack. I come back out about 10 seconds later and I see the look on my daughter's face like she has something in her mouth that she's not supposed to have. So I rush over and I open her mouth and there is a somewhat sizable ball of poo in her mouth that falls out, thankfully. She didn't actually eat it, but apparently it had rolled out from the diaper earlier in the day and got covered by a pair of pants that she was later playing with. (laughs) And then she put it in her mouth. So that was a, you know, a low point. Thanks for everything. Bye. That's totally fucking disgusting. It's so gross. And uh, yeah, I, it, you, that's, the hidden mystery, because sometimes you do have the rollers that roll away, like when they have the rabbit poop or whatever, yeah. and it just rolls out. Uh-huh. I get it. But that is, that's a new, that's a yeah. new horror. Yeah. That's a new horror. And I do have to wonder, because we did have a fail a couple of shows ago, where a woman with twins, child, reached into her own diaper and pulled out some shit in her oh, hand. Remember yeah. shit in her hand? And, it's, and smeared it on the wall? No, the mom was like, I don't want no. you to, oh, yeah, to drop it, hand, so right? squeeze so it. Squeeze, squeeze it. Squeeze it. it to the... If this is the same woman, you're, there may be a pattern emerging with twin number one or two, whichever twin this is. Uh, this, yeah, so I just, wow. That is, ugh. <laughs> Hey, it's Jason from Los Angeles. We're longtime listeners, and we wanted to share a story that's a combination genius and fail in the same moment. (laughs) So it was a typical Friday night, you know, with a 10-month-old baby. You're just kind of decompressing from the week. I stick on my pump supplies. We grab a glass of wine, and we're just trying to kind of process everything that's been happening. And as we sit there, the conversation just takes a more emotionally uh, intense turn. And we start really taking stock of our life and, and our relationship. And we get to a, a, one of those epiphanies about how our love for each other has changed uh, and how has grown. Uh, and as the conversation gets more serious, we want to pay attention to each other. So Becca turns off her pump. She puts her pumping supplies aside and we just lock eyes and <laughs> Go deep into this emotional place. Go deep into our relationship. Go deep into parenthood. Go deep into our love for our son. And it's just kind of this this wave of love and meaning. And it overtakes me so much that I have to get up from the couch, come over to her chair, and just kiss her deeply and passionately. (laughs) And as I'm doing so, about three seconds into that deep, passionate kiss, she says, (laughs) We both realize at the same time that in my passion to lean over and kiss her, I have elbowed the pump supplies off of the side table, and they are now leaking and puddling on the floor. And so we jump straight into parent mode instead of deep, passionate love. I get up and I say, I'll get paper towels. (laughs) 
So we had a great moment. Genius. And then we had a terrible moment. Fail. <laughs> Love the show. Thanks, guys. Bye. That's this just, is pretty adorable. This is the most adorable fail yeah. we've ever gotten on the show. Yeah. I like definitely. <laughs> so this is so. I, I don't even. Th- I'm I'm skeptical that we can even let this count as a fail just because it's so cute. It's so cute. It's so she cute. Did you did spill the shit out of that fucking breast milk. Yeah, that's which sucks. does suck. Yeah, but but you're it so is, cute. I mean. It's very cute. Well, they're probably monsters. <laughs> at other times, so I don't want to. I don't want to go around labeling anybody as being too cute. Don't worry. Eventually, I think I used to, I think Stefan and I used to be that cute at some point in time. Now we're just horrible, bitter pill. Okay, I'm a horrible, bitter pill. Stefan's still trying to be very cute. Maybe he got to see Mad Max, though. Oh, I got to see Mad Max. Um, you guys are, you guys are doing an amazing yeah. job. Yeah, just. And that level of adorableness may actually help you survive all those failures. Yeah. <laughs> That are coming. <laughs> yeah. Look out for your breast milk supplies next time. Yeah. Fuck what's up with the fucking yeah. passionate kissing. Yeah. Come on. Get with the program. Yeah. All passion. Clear a space carefully. Put on hold. Yeah. Clear yeah. a careful space. Yeah. And Caref- then make out. Yeah. People are making out. <laughs> Hi, ladies. I'm a huge fan of the show. I am calling in with a fail, and it's a doozy, so get comfortable. I was dropping my first grader off at school, and uh, we usually park in the parking lot and walk her in. And when I say we, I mean my three-year-old and I. So we walked her in to the school, came back to the car. My three-year-old was playing with my keys like she likes to do. And I put her in the car seat, and she's still playing with the keys. And after I closed the door, I heard that telltale little beep. That means that she had managed to lock the car doors while she was holding the keys and she is now locked inside the car with my keys and uh, along with my phone. And so, uh, yes, the three-year-old locked in the car and I am standing out. um, We actually park in front of the church next to the school. So we're not actually in front of the school. So I'm looking around, not a soul. Um, I caught a guy walking out of one of the buildings, asked him if I could use his cell phone, briefly explained the situation. I called AAA uh, they sent a tow truck driver over and, uh, he said he would try to, uh, you know, on the phone, they said, Oh, we can send somebody over to try to unlock the car. So he gets there. He looks at my car and says, Oh yeah, no, this is uh yeah, these ones are really tough to open. So I'm going to have to call somebody else that has special tools to do it. So meantime, my three-year-old is sitting in the car. I am yelling to her through the window. She's perfectly chill because somehow I managed to, adopt a Zen state and uh, I'm trying not to freak out so that she doesn't freak out. Um, she's also clipped in the car seat, of course. So she can't, um, even if she had the ability to open the car door, she would not be able to reach the handle. She also, you know, can't put the keys in the ignition, thankfully, but uh, in any event, so she's strapped in um, and my, I obviously can't do anything. So the tow truck driver comes, I'm waiting around, waiting around, waiting around. Um, he is not optimistic that the person with these special tools will be able to open the car either. So we're sort of stuck. So I say, you know what, can I borrow your phone? Let me call my husband. I call and um, leave him a voicemail. And as I'm doing that, I realize that um, he's in meetings all day and will not be able to leave his office to come and bring me a spare set of keys from our house. So I... I happened to notice a, a woman sitting in her car a few parking spots over from me, um, and I she's on the phone, and I go over, and I ask her to kindly interrupt her phone conversation. And I ask her if she can drive me the two miles back to my house for me to get my spare key, which, and fortunately, I 
gave my neighbor a key to my house so that I was able to get into my house to get my spare car key. Um, but in order to do that, I would have to leave my three-year-old in the, locked in the car, in the parking lot. So thank God for kind strangers. This woman said she would be happy to take me to my house and the tow truck driver <laughs> with the cell phone that I just left my husband a horrifying message. Um, he was kind enough to stand next to my car and, you know, not abduct my daughter. And even if he could, how could he get her out of the car, right? Because that's the big problem. So this very kind woman takes me to my house. I get my spare car key. I drive all, or she drives me all the way back to the parking lot and I open the door and get in. So, um, yeah, that was a fail. Leaving my three-year-old not only locked in the car, but leaving the vicinity and leaving her there under the um, supervision of a man who I had met about six minutes earlier. So major fail, but fortunately strangers are nice, something we don't tell our children often enough and um, everything worked out fine. Thanks ladies. Bye. I know. Okay. This was really major. This was so major. Yeah. Okay. One, there's like a couple of things that I feel like I want to address on this. One, that moment of the car yeah. locking, like that, I have, again, it's like the wallet. I have shut the door before and been like, yeah. oh, where are my keys? Right. You know, like as soon as I get yeah. Alice in the car or whatever. Or yeah. the, like I remember like earlier this year you had the fail where the car, you didn't have the car in park or whatever yeah. and it rolled some. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, those are like, that is such a... That is, like, such the—that's a horrible feeling. Like, yeah. it, this isn't—I mean, I get that we're calling it a fail. Yeah. Because it's, like, your day is totally over. There's a lot yeah. of things happening. And that is, it is, in fact, a fail. Yeah. But it's a totally different—this is not yeah. the woman who— This was, like, a real emergency. This was an emergency. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Like, I feel like she—you hand—call yeah. her, you handled it so incredibly well. I'm so impressed I with know. you. And, like, remaining calm for your child, which yeah. I feel like would be— so key in that <laughs> moment and so hard to do but like and and you solved it you, you worked it out I feel like honestly if I'm being honest if that happened to me I might have panicked to the point where I would have just like called 911 because yeah. I wouldn't have known what else to do yeah like, I would not have it just would not have occurred to me to like put all those pieces together I would have just been like my child is trapped in a car yeah, well, I would have taken a rock and smashed the yeah, window or up. And, yeah, crazy. <laughs> well, but that it's, and this is exactly this is the point I actually wanted to get to because I think this is so. This is like a classic moment of somebody sharing a situation that yeah. happened with them, and the first thing your your brain as yeah. the listener goes to is. What would I have done? Yeah. And then we spurred it out. Yeah. I would have broken the window. I would have killed yeah. the unit, which are yeah. all viable things. You know, or well, why didn't you? You could have done this right. and this. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. and none of those things are relevant to the person telling no, the story. You're and, totally and like, right. It's such a parent or non-parent conversation thing yeah. that I feel like this was such because I was listening to the call originally and my brain was like, I would have done A and B, and why didn't she think of C and blah, 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 blah. And yeah. not like in a bad way, but totally in a like, uh, Like, let's try to solve this problem solve together. This problem. Yeah. And then I was like, Elizabeth, shut up. Yeah. Because you know what? You The only thing that we should all be saying when our friends or like sh- whoever comes to us to tell us these sort of situations, yeah. these situations need to be told, yeah. is to say, you, wow. Yeah. Because that's exactly what she did. Totally. She 
She did it. Totally handled that. Yeah, she totally You know, did. like, there are, of course, there are a million things we could do different any day of the week. But yeah, that's, but they also wouldn't necessarily have been better. Or worse, yeah. right. Like, you totally nailed it. And good job, everybody who was around you. And great job. They speak so highly of your child and the relationship that you yeah, guys have. Totally. That she was able to stay calm. And I just... I know that I know how this feels like a failure. Yeah. Like I get I totally understand that. Yeah. But you really you really did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I am so with you on that. You're right. I forgot that we were talking about a fail I know. just now. Cause she, because it's a, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing yeah. story. So good job. Yeah. At being kind of a horrible mother. <laughs> Mom, I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. Hi, I'm Julie Sabatier, host of Rendered, a show about making meaning and breaking rules. Tune in to hear how learning to butcher could change your life. Why turning to the internet for health advice is sometimes a good idea. And what happens when artists are really honest. I mean, I just, I think of most of my career in music and art as a bunch of failures, you know. So what keeps you going with it then? (laughs) Check out Rendered now at MaximumFun.org or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Wow. Yeah. I love ending failures on kind of an uptick. Sure. Right? Yeah. Makes me feel good. Yeah. But that's not the point of the failure segment. (laughs) (laughs) So our genius fail spectacular, I feel like we should wrap up Mm -hmm. on, uh, on something that we like to wrap the show up with all the time. Yep. Uh, and really deserves its own separate category in the Genius Fail Spectaculars. It has earned its right for our respect. Let's listen to several moms have a breakdown. Great. Hi, ladies. It's Abby, fellow, fellow Max Fun mom, <laughs> and I have a rant about my butt. My, ki- my kid is almost eight months old, and somehow by pushing her out of my body, I have dislocated or fucked up my tailbone. I've seen doctors. I've seen chiropractors. I've seen osteopaths. And I still cannot get up without either yelping or taking for bloody ever to get my ass off a seat. My husband jokes that he's going to put, ow, my butt on my tombstone because I say it so often. And it's really hard sometimes in public to not scream, ow, my butt. So my butt needs to get its shit together and quit cramping my style. Love you guys. Bye. Ah, oh, one of my mother favorite fan favorites, Abby Shumka. Yeah. Sorry your butt hurts. Sorry about your butt. Sorry about your butt, Abby. <laughs> Hey, 
say one bad mother. So basically, fuck this shit, okay? <laughs> I have a 16-month-old, love him to death, call him my angel, love him my life, but he is fucking psychotic, and he is such a jerk, he is such an asshole, and I just, I don't get it. Like, I go to work all day, I don't want to be at fucking work, I'd rather be home with you all day. And then what happens when I come home? Non-stop tantrums. Throwing himself on the floor, hitting me, smacking me, Oof. biting me, scratching me. And then what happens when daddy enters the room or when daddy comes to help mommy out because the baby won't stop crying? He turns back into like this sweet, perfect, beautiful angel. Why can't you be that way with me? I'm about to lose my fucking mind. Like seriously, the past couple of hours, nonstop tantrums. Daddy takes him outside and goes and plays with him. He's happy as a fucking clam. So really, oh my God, like, ugh, fuck this shit. Ugh, thanks. That's yeah, a really hard one. I totally get that. I, I, to be honest, I, I mean, I don't rant away because there's nothing we can say yeah. to fix it. Like, yeah. it's hopefully it's going to pass. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's what we were talking about this before the show. Yeah. Where I was like, God, it feels like this should be something I can fix. Yeah. And it's not. You can't always fix it. But Some, it won't always be that way. No. Because life changes. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. So hang in there. It's really hard what you're going through right now. And you're doing a really good job, even if it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Just every day, even just getting through those tantrums, you're just doing a really, really good job. I'm calling with a rant about my mother. I have a six-month-old, and it's so hard with her sometimes, and... This week, I'm sick. I've always, I just can't stop being sick since she's gone to daycare. And I have pink eye, which is crazy. And she doesn't have pink eye yet, but I'm sure she will. It's about to be a holiday weekend, so I'm sure she'll get it right <laughs> as the holiday comes. And when my mother finds this out, she calls to tell me to stop burning the candle at both ends. Which basically, burning the candle at both ends, I work full time and I take care of the baby. I mean, the baby goes to daycare, but... I don't have a social life. There's nothing else to cut out other than caring for my daughter when I do see see her, which is only a few hours a day, and working, which I have to do in order for us to pay rent and live. It's so crazy. And then when I asked her not to to tell me these things and to just sometimes say, wow, that's hard. I'm sorry to hear that. Instead, I wake up this morning and I find an email in my inbox that's a response to a photo I sent to her of my daughter and I think the only appropriate response to a photo of your granddaughter should really be wow that's so cute but instead (laughs) my mother noticed that the photo of my daughter eating at the high chair she has a bib on but no shirt which really outraged my mother and for and prompted her to write an email and this is actually the second email she wrote about it about how we're teaching her bad manners (laughs) and she sends this after I asked her not to do things like this and and when she knows I'm sick it's just so hard I don't I don't understand why she has to do that all right thank you awful that's awful yeah and you know and I mean I'm this is no by no means am I saying like making a comment on who your mother is okay what I'm saying is those things are valid to make you feel yeah 
to hurt your feelings. Yeah, that would hurt anybody's yeah, feelings. Yeah, just to all hurt. Of the above. Yeah, all of the above. Yeah, and not at helpful. six months. Yeah, six months. We are all. If you six months after having a baby, you we are barely people. Okay, yeah. I mean, really. I mean, the best of us, you know, no matter like how wearing a shirt for meal times is a pretty normal thing to do. Still, they're like two or three. Yeah, or even that. I mean, how is what you're doing at six months affect your behavior? I mean, like we've talked about on the show, like manners and stuff. Like, you know, it's about no one has them until they're like eight. I know. (laughs) It's about repetition. Oh, please. I I like Katie Bell eat spaghetti like a bird. You know, yeah. like at the table still because she'll eat it. And with the understanding, you're not allowed to do that at a restaurant. Yeah. She understands that. Yeah. She eats her spaghetti and thing, mama bird, for the worms. You know what I mean? Like she's not going to be a monster. She's also she's also probably not going to be a diplomat. So it's okay. You know? But like six months, back to work. Sick, so the pink eye. Yeah, you know what? You are tired. Your body yeah, is having so a hard tired. time catching up. Yeah. You know, but like. And I, you're doing what you have to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Your mother can come over and fucking help you not burn the candle. Yeah. By like cleaning the house. Yeah. Or making some dinners to put in the freezer or something. Like maybe yeah. she needs, maybe she needs some direction. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. Or just. Or let, just don't let it them. roll off because she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't. She really does not. People so, forget. Yeah. You don't have to read the emails from your mother. <laughs> yeah. You can save them up for a time when you're stronger. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's totally. like the old call, like for somebody's like, you know, I got in a fight with my boyfriend last night and he was just on the phone calling me all these horrible names and blah, blah, blah. Hang up the phone. Yeah. No one's making you yeah. be on the phone. Don't read the email. If the first line is something to, at any point in time in the email, it becomes disagreeable. Yeah. Click. Yeah. You're doing a fucking great job. You're doing such a good I job. Know. And you know what? It's like when you're down, yeah. that like little things like that Ooh. can really just like kind of, you know, yeah. like tweak you out. Yeah. Whereas like if you were in a stronger place right now, I could see you just being like, that's funny, mom. Like burning the candle at both ends. Like Hilarious. what do you expect? You know? Yeah. But like you're, you're like, it's like, it's not a good time for that. <laughs> You know, first year is a bad time for everything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one bad mother. Uh, I love the show, and I am calling not so much with a fail or genius, or even really a rant, but um, I'm trying to talk myself into momming up in a situation. I thought maybe if I said it all out loud, I, I would uh, be able to. My two-year-old little guy, we just got back from the doctor, and needs to have. Um, of what's going to be a pretty minor surgery, but it's, I think, in his best interest. And the image of him being sedated and um, experiencing any pain is just, like, eating at my heart. And I, I know that I'm very lucky that he's not, you know, this isn't a serious medical problem, and there's so many moms who have to deal with things so much more difficult. And... I'm blessed to have healthy kids, um, and, and this is just a blimp, but um, it's still stressing me out, and I keep focusing on stuff that's just making it harder. So I'm saying what was out loud to talk myself into bombing up. This is he needs me to uh, focus on what's going to be in his best interest, which is... Uh, you know, just getting ready for this, uh, doing what we need to do, get this done, you know, have good doctors and um, 
snuggling with him and, and all the things that he's going to need so that we can kind of just turn the page on this and, and move along. So here I am going to mom up and, uh, and everybody's going to be just fine. Thanks to the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're amazing. Yeah. I mean, there, of course these things impact you and make you feel yeah it's scary like, it's very scary objectively scary yeah <laughs> it is and like as we always say on the show you know i don't know why our first instinct is to make excuses for you know our feelings feeling this way people, people have, have it, it better yeah. people have it worse everybody's grass blah yeah. blah blah it, those are valid that's totally you're right you are 100 percent right yeah somebody has it way fucking worse yeah always yep but none of that makes what you're feeling or going through not 100% valid and important yep and you here are the two things that are going to be 100% true you are going to get through this like a fucking champ and you are going to be all the things you need to be for your child and two, your kid is going to surprise the shit out of you by how amazingly resilient and awesome he's going to be in this process. And as Teresa always says, which I think is such a wonderful thing to say, your child is so incredibly lucky to have you as his mom. And yeah, you're doing great. True. You make me sing You know what I like about the Genius Fail Spectacular rant, mom breakdown, extravaganza, (laughs) is, and I, you know, I think about our mom rant right here where she just needed to call and kind of say it out to the universe, which is what the number's for. Yep. Uh, And I think about the mom who put on the mom, the one bad mother shirt to like mom up. Mm -hmm. And I think about all of these sorts of calls. And I, I wonder if is what makes momming up possible is the idea that you are not alone and like knowing that you're not alone and knowing that all these people, like there are a lot of people who are turning supermarket time into me time. Yeah. <laughs> right? There are a lot of people. There are a lot I of know, people. We should be pe- having meetups at, I know, the grocery at, the grocery store <laughs> at like nine o'clock on a weeknight. <laughs> there are people who are, there are more than one person has locked their kid in the car with the keys. And that, is, happens. that happens. That's why we're so freaked out about it. Yeah, because, because it's, it's a, a real thing. thing. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, there are a lot of people who are going into surgery with their kids. Yeah. There's a lot of people who've got stinky kids and need to get them in the shower and people yeah. putting oatmeal in piping bags. So I'm not sure. That person <laughs> may have just stumbled on an amazing <laughs> thing. And green, green berries. Like, all green these berries. things. I leave these shows and I leave this show every week just being like, I can do this. Yeah. Because I am so aware now that somebody else at this very moment is football carrying their kid out of the elementary school while they're picking up their older kid. Or like as my kid just throws cans of cat food out of the grocery carts, screaming hysterically, while there may not be somebody doing it right then at that moment, (laughs) somebody did it probably 10 minutes earlier. And I think that's where the strength comes from to like mom up and just fucking... Stay, <laughs> not leave for milk and not come back. And it's just a good reminder that you guys are all doing a really great job. And 
that our show is really about you guys. Yeah, 100%. Like, you guys, we look forward to listening to your calls every week on the show and hearing what's going on in That's your lives. Right. And hearing what kind of crazy stuff you're coming up with. You know, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. You guys are doing great. Yeah, yeah, it's it, that is exactly 100% right. The the takeaway that I feel that we all come away from this show with all the time has nothing to do with Teresa and I. Yeah. It has everything to do with the genius moments, the fail moments and the rants. So, I I appreciate you guys always calling in and being so honest with us about what's going on in your life and you guys are nailing it. Yeah. You're killing it. Good job. So, Teresa? Yeah. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. You know what? You really are. Thank you. I think you. you should go home and put on your One Bad Mother shirt. I think I might need I think to do that. I think it's time to bust it out. I think it's time. I've earned it, guys. Yeah. You're all doing a great job. Uh, we will continue to check in with your genius and fails and rants every week. But until Labor Day, everybody, you're all doing an amazing job. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.